Hello, welcome to Praying the Word of God. My name is Tay and I'm here to pray through the Word of God with you. Once again, I hope this message finds you well. I pray you're in good spirits and ready to sit with me in this moment to give a little time towards seeking God's face through devotion and prayer. When we look into Psalms 25, we can see David in what seems to be a place of mental anguish during a season of waiting. He's frustrated with not knowing which direction to take. And while he waits for answers, he battles with self-condemnation over his past sins and almost seems tormented by the thought of falling into the hands of his enemies. Now question, do you think us being under quarantine for so long has put us in a place of waiting? Of course, I think so. You know, um, some of us are waiting to see when our country or state will lift the band. Some of us are waiting to see how this world and its system will look when the pandemic passes. Some of us are even anxious to see how the pandemic will shape us and our loved ones. And you know, this is a very frustrating time for us because while we are in this waiting period, most of our troubles must not have gotten the memo. And during David's time of waiting, we see the same thing. He's in a situation where he can't really move because he needs direction from God, but he's overwhelmed with troubles and burdens that are surrounding him. And at the same time, we see him desiring to learn how to release his life to God. And he asks God for direction because he knows God is the only one who can lead him to where he needs to go and the only one who can get him there safely. David also uses this time to confess to God that he's been battling with some guilt from past sins and he asks God not even to let it be a memory, but to instead, David wants God to only see him through the eyes of love because he knows that God's acts of love will do what's best for him. Now, I know it seems like Psalms is full of passages about enemies. And in part, that's true. Because nearly half of the book of Psalms speaks about some sort of antagonist. And although the enemies people face in this book are really the kind we face today... It all translates the same because an enemy is not only people or things that are in opposition to us, but more so when they're in opposition of God and his will. So when we see it through this context, we can see it from a greater lens and see that temptations, distractions, the love of money, The desire for prestige, lust, and many other things are enemies of God if it's used to bring us down and steer us away from God. And so these are things that we can be looking at 
while we're in our waiting season. This is a perfect time for us to ask God, what's been holding me back all this time? What's been steering me away from you? And I like what David did. He he didn't just want protection from the people who opposed him. He also wanted protection from the sins that was overwhelming him with self-condemnation. And he asked God for relief of those. And so while David is waiting on God, he was being tormented by his opposers and past sins and he wanted God to forgive him from the traps he once fell in. And he asked God to sustain him in right living by keeping him from being overcome by them again. So his accusers will no longer have anything to disgrace him with. Now I'm sure we all can find ourselves in this position during some point in our lives, right? I believe Psalms 25 is befitting for those of us who are growing weary and waiting right now and need God to help us stand against all that opposes us, all that's trying to overtake us and keep us bound with past failures. And you know, this is a sidebar for anyone listening to this podcast right now who's new to Christianity. I want you to know that the enemy doesn't stop seducing us to sin just because we're saved. And just because we're saved does not mean that we're going to face, we're not going to face hardships. And that the enemy is not going to use hardships to cause, to, to hinder us. In fact, sometimes he's after us even more with shoving influences all in our faces and continually trying to lure us into his traps because he's jealous. And he wants us to forfeit what once belonged to him. So when we run into these times, I think we should do like David did and press into God's presence for help. Not just once or twice, but until we receive our breakthrough and our deliverance. I say this because I noticed towards the end of this chapter, David's distress intensifies from this waiting period. But you can see he's determined to still wait. And I know how he feels. You know, you're stuck in a situation that seems like you've been in forever while your troubles and heartache only multiply. You know, in those seasons, ah, many times I've cried out, God, don't you see me? Lord, I feel so alone. My heart is so heavy and everything seems to be going from bad to worse. Please help me. During some of my waiting periods, you know, I've persevered and during other times I've failed. 
And we've all been there. We keep praying for a time. Then we get discouraged. Then we hold back our prayers out of frustration. And then lose all that was being built up for us. From what we were waiting on. But though we wait. Let us now not lose labor this time. Because if we keep caving in and choose to go our own way, we'll lose the satisfaction of answered prayer that only comes from the waiting. Let's pray. Oh, Lord. Right now, I recommit my life to you especially during this season of waiting. Help me to trust in you. Do not let me be disgraced. And Father, do not let those who oppose me rejoice in my defeat. I need you to help me remember that no one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced. But disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Father, I need you to show me the right path. Point out all all the directions, whatever road that I need to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me. Because you are the God who saves. Father, I wish to know your way, to be taught by your path, and to be led into your truth. I admit that I can't even discern the right path unless you show me. I can't learn unless you're willing to teach me. And I can't walk unless you're willing to lead me. Every day, I practice putting my hope in you. I need you to remember the love you've shown me from the past. Please do not remember the rebellious sins of my past. Instead, remember me in the light of your unfailing love. For you are merciful, O Lord. You are good and you do what is right. You are the one who show the proper path to those who have gone astray. You lead the humble in doing what's right, teaching them your way. Father, you lead with unfailing love and faithfulness to all who keep your covenant and obey your commands. For the honor of your name, O Lord, forgive my many, many sins and teach me to reverence you. I know that when I have a deep respect for you, I gain a proper understanding of your holiness, justice, and truth, and 
my great need for you. Father, help me to trust that you will show me the path that I should choose. I know that when I choose your way, I will live in prosperity and my seed will inherit the land. You, Lord, are a friend to those who fear you and you teach them your covenant. May my eyes forever be on you because you are the only one willing and able to rescue me from the traps of sin and all that is against me. Father, at times, this waiting period tends to weigh heavy on me, Lord. I need you to turn to me and have mercy because at times I feel alone and I'm in deep distress and my problems go from bad to worse. I need saving from all of them. Father, I need you to feel my pain and see my trouble right now. I need you to forgive all my sins. I need you to look upon all that's against me. And you'll see how impossible it is for me to resist and overcome them on my own. Lord, I need your help. Rescue my life from sin and keep me alive, especially during these times. Do not let me be disgraced because you're my place of safety. I'm putting my trust in you. May integrity and honesty protect me because I wish to have a perfect heart and an upright life. Father, ransom me from all of my troubles. Right now I come to you seeking complete redemption from the thoughts of my past failures from the power and the guilt and the pollution of sin and from all the troubles that spring from it. And let it be known, Father, that you alone are the redeemer of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And you know, I don't want to assume that everyone who tunes into this podcast has a relationship with Christ or has already received salvation through Jesus Christ. So for those who may be listening but are not followers of Christ and you're now ready to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or you're like the prodigal son, you know, you used to consider yourself a follower, but you feel like you've, you know, fallen away from the truth and you simply want to come back home. Please pray this with me. Dear God, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. Your word teaches that in order to be saved, we must confess our sins, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and receive him as our Lord and Savior. I don't fully know or understand what all this means, but all I know is that I'm ready to give my life and my heart to something bigger and greater than me and someone who can actually save me. So I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. I turn from my sins and I invite you to come into my heart and into my life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. 
Help me to draw closer to you in every way while I'm on this journey called life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you want to listen to more prayers, they're available on the Make Me Good Ground YouTube channel and all major podcasting platforms. You can also listen on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher, entitled Praying the Word of God. And if you know someone who will be encouraged by these prayers, simply share it. You can also follow me on Instagram at Praying the Word of God. And if you're someone who gave your life to Christ by praying the prayer of salvation with me today, email me at prayingthewordofgod2020 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your story. Thank you and take care. Thank mm-hmm. you.